Welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, where we bring you a weekly dose of powerlifting news, tips, and training advice with a touch of 80s rock ballads. This podcast is presented by Team Roar Powerlifting, your source of the most comprehensive coaching and meet day preparation. Here are your hosts, Josh Roar and Laura Sturm. Welcome to episode 132. Hi, Josh Roar. What's up, Laura? Not much. So you just got back from the Arnold. How was it? Yeah, I got back late Sunday night. Um, it was good. It was it was fun. Uh, I got to see some college friends and stuff too. Nice. There, you know, a lot of them live in Columbus, so that was pretty cool. But yeah, I'm pretty exhausted. We had five lifters compete: um, Amy Pancake, Alicia Webb, Joe House, Stacy Metcalf, and Katie Dodge. Um, we had some highs and lows. Uh, it wasn't. I don't think overall as a team, it wasn't our most spectacular performance, but it was, it was pretty solid. Um, Amy went six for nine. Uh, unfortunately, the three lifts that she missed were all the same lift. So she ended up bombing, but uh, she pulled a, a 172 and a half kilo PR deadlift at the end of the meet um, nice. you know, after, after missing her, her benches. So not sure what's going on with the bench, man. Like it's frustrating because you know, we had missed, we'd bombed on bench in, at nationals in June last year. So we've been, we switched to a different shirt and, uh, you know, just to be extra cautious, we actually warmed up to her opener so that, you know, right. just to make sure that she was good and, you know, she pressed it pretty well. And then on the opener, just misgrooved and it kind of dumped at her face. Uh, second attempt, uh, the, the TC actually called the wrong lifter out. Um, so the wrong lifter went out, laid down on the bench and realized it was the wrong one. And basically by the time she got out there, there was like 10 seconds left and, uh, she actually got the start command in time, but she was just so rushed. It just wasn't going to happen. And she mm. pressed it out even so, but they they called downward motion, um, which I stand by it. I did not see downward motion. I have not gone back and watched a live stream yet. I saw it stop a few times, but i never saw it come down from my vantage point. Um, so mm -hmm. I am curious to look at the live stream, but it was, there was a, it was two reds. There was three reds, but two blue cards for downward motion. And then there's one yellow card I'm assuming for, butt. so couldn't protest it because there's three reds. Mm -hmm. right. um, but then the third attempt, um, she pressed it up again and uh, there was for sure no downward motion, but she got two reds with a yellow from the sides for butt coming up. So uh. strength was there. And it moved well, like when she actually pressed, like the, the warm up room one and the third attempt was, it moved pretty well, but just again, it just happened yeah. that it didn't happen. So we, uh, I talked to her a little bit, um, and said, Hey, you're, you're not a real equipped powerlifter until you want to have a bent shirt bonfire. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sure. It is. I, 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 unfortunately, I think she may be serious about doing that. <laughs> She wasn't. She's still, she's still down to figure it out. So, all right, cool. So, well, that, not not all of the bench shirts, but that one in particular. I, I feel like <laughs> she might, she might be. I might need to ask for that back here pretty quick. Let me hold on to that before um, it starts smoldering. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Alicia Webb lifted as well. She lifted on. Uh, well, all these were Friday. She lifted in the mm -hmm. Masters Pro Series final, and she went six for nine. Um, hit a 208 kilo squat, which was a, uh, masters two world record. might've been a masters yes. one world record also. 
I'm not sure. Actually, I didn't even look at that. But um, mm. and she hit a, a 120 kilo bench and a 205 deadlift, and she placed first in the M1s and first in overalls masters. So she won fifteen hundred dollars. So she's uh the uh she so she's a masters pro series champion. So that the That's the awesome. inaugural masters pro series champion. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe House, yeah, Joe House won eight for nine. Uh, he had a 160 squat, 115 bench, and 220 deadlift, and he got first in the M4 category and fifth overall in the Masters Pro Series, so he got $500. And his third deadlift was uh, actually to move him from eighth place to fifth place overall, and he came through with it, so that was pretty cool. It was uh-huh. kind of crazy, like, cause, <laughs> so Wade was there helping us, uh, Wade Johnson, and Joe, his last warm up was like 385, and we were opening pretty light. He's like, Man, this kind of feels heavy. He's like, You know, maybe we should lower it. And I was actually thinking about it, um, you know, because he, he had already kind of wrapped up. It, he just needed his opener to win the M4s and win 500 bucks. So I'm like, Well, we can, you know, maybe do that, is what I'm thinking to myself. I'm like, Yeah, we'll lower it. And then, you know, take a bigger jump. And Wade comes over. He's like, I don't want to hear that. Just like, starts getting in Joe's face. And it worked because every attempt Joe did looked easier than the last one. And he ended up pulling 485 and he said the 385 felt really hard. Uh, so, huh. and he had, he had some left, like he could have for sure pulled over 500 at that meet, but you know, you kind of listened to, I think that was a good le- lesson for me too. Mm-hmm. Like to me, it looked good, but you know, Joe just said it felt hard and I was going to, you know, listen to to that and let him talk me into lowering it a little bit but sometimes i think wade was right there like you, sometimes you just gotta hmm. you know get your shit together and get out of your own head and just go right. pull in hindsight we, we probably would have put 500 on well maybe not because that's what we 485 is what we needed to move into fifth so i guess we wouldn't have changed anything but he was definitely capable of pulling 500 so nice it'll be sometime in the future as m4 that's just so yeah it's awesome badass yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's funny too, because during bent, like he, you know, before the meet, we had talked about like, he's going to take a couple weeks, maybe a month off from training and, you know, just kind of relax a little bit, let his body just kind of take some time. Mm-hmm. And like after squats, he's like, man, those felt so good. Like, I kind of want to just get back in the gym. Maybe I won't take any time off. I'm like, nah, I think we'll take a little bit. Just mm-hmm. give yourself like, you know, a little bit away from it. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, St- Stacy Metcalf lifted in the finals as well. She earned her master's pro card. She went six for nine. Um, she hit a 72 and a half kilo squat, 55 kilo bench and 97 and a half kilo deadlift. Um, all of those are meat PRs and she placed seventh overall in the masters. Uh, fun fact, she put gear on. We didn't tell anybody going in, but she actually put gear on and lifted equipped. Uh, so she wore a squat suit and a bench shirt and pulled in a squat suit. So um, not sure if we got her hooked on that or not, but it's a slow process. Slow. It's okay. We are the Borg. We will listen to it. And we kind of messed her up on her second squat though. Like on her second squat, um, she, she ended up timing out because, uh, I was wrapping Katie and she was the last lifter in the flight. And then Stacy was like the second lifter in round two. And we had a couple people back there. Um, but I got Katie up and went out with her and was like turning in her number and I guess and this was on me. I just assumed that one of the people in the back were going to get her up and ready and wrapped and everything. And, and nobody did. So she ended up timing out. Um, so that was, that was on us, me specifically. And then she came back on her third and went down and up with it, but they, 
she got called two to one on depth, but she did what she needed to do. She placed third in the M twos and earned her master's pro card. So, you know, at the end of the Sweet. day, she, she did what she had to do. Katie Dodge. Uh, she was probably the, we'll take this the wrong way. She was probably the dumbest, dumbest one of the weekend. Um, she competed <laughs> Friday and Saturday. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. It actually, you know, she, she surprisingly did okay. Like, Lifting twice, I was actually kind of shocked that it didn't take more of a toll. But on so Friday was the Masters Pro Series final. And she lifted in the M1. She went seven for nine. She missed her opening squat on depth. And then she missed her third pull, which would have been for the win. Um, but we kind of decided going in that, you know, just knowing who the competition was and everything, like we were going to go a little bit conservative on numbers uh, so that, you know, we can save save herself for the actual open Pro Series final on on Saturday. You know, so she had finished with a 212 and a half kilo squat, which is what she opened with on Saturday. So the squat went well. Um, she had a 138 kilo bench and a 195 kilo deadlift. The unfortunate part is like she lost her grip on her third pull of 205.5, which would have for sure secured the win and $1,500 and it just slipped out of her hand. And she's pulled more than that oh. multiple times. Right. So I thought it was a safe strategy you know, in hindsight, I would have put more on her squat because like, you know, but I figured deadlift would take the least out of her, you know, going a little heavier and we would know exactly how much we needed to go at the end. And, you know, so uh, just, it wasn't in the cards, but uh, congrats to Keelani Richardson. She's the one that, that won that. She won the M1s and the overall. So Katie ended up second in the M1s and second overall. Anyway, it was a fun, it was a fun battle though. Um, but yeah, we would have loved to have been on the winning end of that. Right. And then uh, Katie lifted again on Saturday. She went five for nine. Um, she ended up with a 225.5 squat, which was like two and a half kilos under the world record. She missed her second squat on depth, which was 225.5. And I think so initially we thought that she, she said I, that I probably wrapped her too tight for the weight. But after like after the meet was over thinking about it, she's like, actually, I think what it was is my knees were kind of scabbed over on the back from mm -hmm. the Friday lifting. And I think right. I was just more, you know, more sensitive to the wraps, um, but right. she came back on the third. I wrapped her a little bit looser and she get, she hit her third squat, um, the two twenty five and a half. So she, she benched one forty point five, which was a meet PR, but we, we went to one fifty point five because the current world record is one fifty. So we chipped it and she locked it out, but got called two to one for her butt coming up. So that, that would have been a world record, but, but again, missed. And then her deadlift, uh, she opened at 180, and then uh, we jumped to 196 because that's kind of what we needed to move into, I believe, third place after everybody else's openers, assuming no, that people missed their seconds, which they made, so it didn't really matter. Uh, but she actually lost her balance at the top, so that one didn't count. And then we did the math, and she needed 218.5 to move into third place, and in the open third place pays 1500 fourth place pays nothing so we're like well we're putting right. it on we got nothing to lose here uh so mm -hmm. she's got it moving but it was just a little bit too much like i think on paper i think we had like two twelve and a half is what i had is like her top end so mm -hmm. i'm like i right, will go five keys over that but again you know going back if she would have you know made her second squat and we went a little bit there or she made her third bench now we're you know we're pulling two oh eight and a half instead of two eighteen and a half and you know, it changes right. things a little Makes bit. A difference. The difference, I guess the, 
I guess it's the silver lining. I don't know. Is uh, Lauren Cudworth pulled after us anyway? And she actually made her third deadlift that would have that put her into third place. So she would have actually edged us out of third place anyway, even if we made it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right. for the time being, it would have put us in the third place position. So, right. so I guess at the end of the day, it didn't make that much difference. But uh, you know, it was fun because both of those, uh, both the Katie's meets were like really good battles. So it was a lot of fun. Oh, very cool. So actually we, Amy and I ended up being on the same flight flying up and, uh, Amy oh, and really? David, David Goodwin were on the same flight coming home. So it was fun. Oh, nice. Yeah. That makes it a little bit more fun too. Yeah. And we didn't, we didn't plan that. It just happened. <laughs> I guess nice. we should, I don't know why we didn't plan it. Cause I guess we should have. Right. Cause you're all going from Atlanta <laughs> to right. Ohio. Right. Yeah. Hmm, there's that. Maybe next year. After the uh, uh, Ben Shirt bonfire. Yeah. Maybe we can do like a sim- symbolic bonfire. Like we can burn something that represents a Ben Shirt, but let's not actually yeah. burn let's not actually burn the Ben Shirt. <laughs> we could take a meat shirt that's a t shirt. <laughs> we could burn we could burn some fifty shades shirts. How about that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Veto. No. Veto. No. Yeah. All right. So, Josh, are you ready for the powerlifting situation? I'm ready. All right. Here it is. The gym you go to has a lot of machines and competition equipment off to the side that the powerlifters train on. And starting June 1st, they're going to start charging an additional $20 a month for members to use the competition equipment. What do you do? I mean, for me, if they still have like power racks and stuff like that, I'll just use those. Like, I think, I think training on kilo plates and competition equipment is actually overrated myself. Um, because it's only been, I'd say, in the last 10 years that gyms or people or anybody outside of meat directors have had competition equipment. So, like, up until 2010-ish, every power lifter just trained on regular stuff, and they were just fine. So, yeah, I think I think people get spoiled with you know, kilo plates and competition and equipment. And, and don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't think it's bad to train on it occasionally, but like right. when you literally won't do any of your training, unless it's on that kind of equipment or you can't because you slide on a commercial bench or whatever, that's typically an indication that there's a reliance on it. So like maybe your upper back's not strong enough to maintain an arch. That if you're, if you're sliding Every time you try to bench on a commercial bench, don't get me wrong. There's some shitty commercial benches, like for sure. But to need the actual competition bench every single time, uh, I don't know. That's probably a you problem. I think, in my opinion. I, I thought that you were gonna say, "I well, that's probably an indication that indication that you're really just a little bitch." <laughs> <laughs> no, that. But that, that's not what you said. So. I mean, that, that's what Sherman told me uh, a while back. Stop being a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So the the scenario, I can't remember what it was. I think I was breaking in a new shirt and I'm like, man, it's just like I'm having a hard time bringing it down. Like it's not the it's not the shirt not letting me come down. It's like it's just it's like pinching so bad. And he's like, Josh, he's like, I'm not saying you're being a little bitch, but and then I don't know what he said after that, but that just like <laughs> pissed me off and then it, it worked just fine. So he knew what he was doing. But but you're being a little bitch. Yeah. So, yeah. So re- re- read between go. the lines here, what I'm saying. <laughs> well, anytime you have to say, I'm not saying that I'm right. saying blah, blah, blah. But like, usually you don't even hear the butt part anyway. So it's yeah. really. It's pretty clear yeah. what you're actually saying. And it's what you're saying. Yeah. 
So but, stop being yeah. a little bitch and make do with what you got. What yeah. You I mean, you know, I mean, if you want to pay the additional 20 a month and use it great, but like, I think that's, here's the thing. I think gym owners could do that and people would pay it because mm-hmm. everybody is like, Oh, I gotta have, gotta have kilo plates, gotta have blah, blah, blah. It's like, you really don't, but whatever. Strangely enough in my, my garage setup for my weight left, wait, ugh, my rack, it's a competition rack and I have kilo plates. <laughs> yeah, but that's, yeah, I get it. But you that's also, because I was a gym owner. So, and you also ran meats. Like it wasn't right. It's not like, but that's, uh, this, this, that's still different. Like if you buy, if you're buying like one little thing to train on, like that's probably the most universal because you can squat and bench out of it. Um, you know, kilo plates fine, but it's, it's the people that join gyms that like the, so quest, for example, like people have come in there before, like it's one of the best powerlifting gyms in the country, I think. And people have come in before and like ended up not joining just because we don't have kilo plates in there. Like we have, we even have the competition racks and bars, but we just don't have ER racks. And yeah, yeah. and they're like, nah, we're not. I'm I'm looking for somewhere I can train on kilos. I'm like, here's here's what I want to say to these people is like, here's a little secret. Weight's actually still the same. (laughs) Like you still got to actually lift heavy weight and get stronger. Like kilo plates don't make you stronger. It's lifting the weights makes you stronger. So it kind of doesn't matter that much like no it really doesn't and especially I, with the level of kid like level of people that are coming in sometimes and saying that it's like all right you need to train for like train and compete for like five years before you even get to a point that it's going to matter so like kind of shut the hell up like yeah okay exactly um so the new lifter tip is not stop being a little bitch it's know the size of your session so that you can determine the pace of the meet and prepare accordingly agree or disagree Agree. Yeah. I think, you know, different meets. So for example, um, all of the events are lift, our lifters competed in three separate events, uh, the masters of iron, the masters pro series final and the open pro series final. And each one was, was different. So the masters of iron that Amy did, it was one flight, one, like her platform was one flight and it was like nine lifters. So it was super fast. Like as soon as she got done squatting, we actually did her first two bench warmups with her squat suit still on, oh my took gosh. it off and then kept going. Cause it was so fast. Like, and people were rushed and having a hard time because they just weren't really prepared for that kind of speed. Yeah. And we kind of, you know, we kind of practiced that a little bit and, you know, also going in, we kind of knew what to expect. So like, you know, that's kind of what, you know, what we did, you know, and then the masters of or the masters pro series final, it was two pretty big flights so it was still fast but you had a little bit more time and you know you you could plan things accordingly the pro series final on saturday was three flights and that was actually kind of a little bit more drawn out so you know the main thing the main tip and takeaway there is like how you eat is going to be very different between those three events because the timing is so much different so like you you know when you're preparing your food and snacks or whatever and drinks whatever like you want to kind of have a plan like when and how often you're going to eat drink and things like that throughout the meet because you know on saturday you could probably eat pretty pretty hefty after you squat because you got a lot of time before bench and whatnot i mean not like gorge yourself but like but in amy's situation 
I mean, there's no time for that. Like you got to basically take a bite in between your warmups in between putting your suit on, taking your suit off and putting your shirt on and stuff like that. So I think it's just, it's something that I saw a lot of people not prepared for. And mm-hmm. it kind of made me think of it like, and that's a high level meet. Like that's the Arnold. Like it's right. So, right. you know, just knowing how many people are in your flight, how many people are in other flights, if there's other flights and just knowing the rules too, because another, another thing I saw happening was people didn't know how long of a break there was going to be because, you know, there's always a 10 minute break. They're like, well, that's not enough time. Like, what am I going to do? But the rules say on a one flight meet, it's a 20 minute break, not 10. So people were like really rushing and and almost warming up too early uh, with the one flight. And just people just didn't know what to do or or how to time things. And, you know, it's actually really straightforward if uh, you just kind of, you know, the rule and, and you look ahead of time. So you know what to expect. Right. Yeah. I can't imagine the trying to, do some bench warm-ups with my squats still. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was the first one. So it was like the empty bar and then like 40 right, kilos. Right. It wasn't anything crazy, but. Right. But we, and we just wanted to get those out of the way. That way then she could take time and do some of her mobility and right. you know, take the suit get off that. and just all the little things. Cause if she just kind of sits down, eats for a little bit, then takes the suit off. Well, you know, now mm-hmm. we're kind of up against the time limit of getting all their warmups in and she hasn't done any mobility stuff. So we wanted to. You know, just kind of right. ru- rush early and then slow down and do things mm-hmm. right after. Right. Good call. I All like right. it. All right. Well, good to have you back. Welcome back to the Arnold and you'll catch up on sleep sooner or later. Yeah. Starting like pretty soon here, like five yeah. minutes from now, I will be asleep. Okay. Don't be a little bitch. Yeah. Fine. That might be the title for this. It, it might be. <laughs> Arnold recap. <laughs> Don't be a little bitch. Uh, so, hey, don't. this is our last episode before I think we're going to have our final deadline for the top five driving songs. All so right. Sunday, March 12th is the last day, probably for sure this time. Probably for sure. No, for sure. For well, sure. We've, got a few, we've got a few lists now. Yeah. I think getting, I haven't actually looked. People. Oh, okay. All right. So probably. No, nah, let's, you know what? I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of it. We're, I'm not tired of the list. I'm tired of talking about it. So, okay. so I want to, I want to actually talk about the songs. So Sunday, March 12th is the deadline for sure. Uh, if you snooze, you lose uh, all of the clever sayings that go along with that. All right. So we'll, we'll get into talk about the driving songs next week. Yeah. So we'll start actually like re- releasing the songs next week. Or I don't know. We haven't figured it out. Are we going to release all the names of people participating first and then the songs the following week so that there's no, no names tied to the songs? Or do we want to just do the songs without the names? I think the songs without the names. We're going to have to talk about this. Figure this out. Yeah. I think we could start making the power li- the music lists so that we could link out to, hey, here are the five. Uh, here are the number five songs. Yeah. Take a listen. Yeah. And prepare people. Can start or do we want to just make one list of all the songs that way that way they can just listen and then they're familiar with them all. I don't know what the best we way sh- is. We should say goodbye to people and then we can hash this out. I th- I like hashing it out now. I like people to know our <laughs> thought process. This is right, this right. is how we this is how we work. This is how we work. It is it is on the fly, but we usually get to something good. So what I'm thinking is at some point, and I don't know what the you know 
generally we've talked about here's the top five songs and we've talked about you know the yeah. reasoning why people had them right but then we get to the actual face-offs definitely when we get to the face-offs i want to have you know list a face off against list b so like two right. separate lists yeah for sure so maybe we do for like the the five weeks leading up to that we do a big list for all of the number five songs or and then a four and a three, two, one, or we could just do one giant list of all the songs for now. I know what we can do. I have, a, I have a thought. So we make the top five driving songs playlist, but you only add the, the number five songs the first week. And then you add the number four songs right. to the same list on the second week. That way people don't have to go figure out how to find this playlist five different times. They can just find it once. Right. And it just gets stuff added to it. I like that idea. Yes. See, we yes. have a great process. Yes. <laughs> I I talk and then Josh goes, no, this is how it should be. And I go, okay. <laughs> right. Um, all right. And then when it comes to the time of doing the face-offs, we make separate lists. So you can, yep. you can. So we can do those the exact same. Just, just take, just take the name of the person that submitted it out. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We know what we're yeah, doing. Yeah. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, I, uh, you'll have to get me the list. Yep, I'll share it with the you. Top as five as we, songs uh, before. Yeah, I'll share it with you right now. Okay, I can start making the five lists. Yeah, and then anyone else who adds a playlist, it's just adding one or two people. So, so if you haven't got your your playlist in the top five driving songs, do it now. Don't be a little bitch because we're making this thing interactive. You can listen to the music which I don't know why we didn't do before. Yeah. Well, so uh, Stacy corrected me on that. She actually has done them, but we, we always made them after the fact so people could listen, but we never did them like before the voting. During the voting. Hmm. And I, and I've heard you can actually play a song on the air as long as you're talking about the song and not trying to take credit about it. Okay. But if we can, if you're, if you're sure about, no, that's easy to do. I was just always been worried about copyright stuff. So if, if we can do that for sure, then I'll do it. I'll ask chatbot GBT. There you go. Legalities. There you go. <laughs> Cause I, I use it for everything now. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. It's, it's addicting. Kind of. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all we need to talk about then. We can wrap this so. up and you can start um, on your beauty rest. All right. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> good to see ya. you. You we'll too. Talk to you next all right. week. All right. Later. Bye now. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, please remember to subscribe and share it with your friends.